Mediocre Hobbies Podcast, Episode 15, 3D Printing, Laser Edge, and more. from Mediocre Hobbies, bringing you the next installment of the podcast. I am joined, of course, as usual, by the gent himself, Mr. Tom Landy. You know, I've just realized, Andy, we've just done this whole show and I haven't talked to you about Twitter, because normally I sign off and say, follow me on Twitter, but it might not exist next week with the way things are going. <laughs> so... Your Instagram well, is doing well, though. Just mention that. It is actually, yes, it's doing yeah. really well. So I'll, like I'll link that in the. I'll link that down below. Um, and so now everyone knows we're not going to talk about Twitter. Let's see what we do talk about. I mean, I did. I don't want one. And then I watched a video, and now I really want to use lasers to cut wood. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much fun. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was an interesting old. It was an awkward video though, because it was like so outside my comfort zone as to like what technology I understood. So it was kind. Of, it's one of those videos where, and I haven't had many of these so far, but it's a video that I'm so glad it's just done. <laughs> just it's 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 in the past. Whatever comes of it, it comes of it, but I'm finished with it. <laughs> I mean, it's great, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just want so, to cut out loads of things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mental. It, it definitely gives me, like, I keep thinking about what I'm going to do when we move. Like, am I going to get a 3D printer? Am I going to, am I going to, you know, have space for a table? And now I want to be able to burn wood with a laser. And I've, n- I have no interest before this, but now I just can't wait to... If it was a choice quid. either or, I would recommend a 3D printer, a resin 3D printer. Yeah, I think I'm, I don't think I'm thinking either or though. I think, <laughs> I think I'm going to be <laughs> stupid and do both, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly don't, that, like any hobbyist kind of over the age of 16, I think in like five to 10 years time, every hobbyist will have a resin 3D printer in their room. Yeah. And it's just yeah. going to be like a, like it's going to get to that point where you know, people will ask you, "Oh, just 3D printer?" I don't have a 3D printer. And they're like, "What? Like, what do you mean you don't have one? Like, it costs two packet of potato and a can of coke to buy one." Like, what's yeah. Wrong? Do you think that's going to happen, or do you think somebody is going to industrialize it? So, like, you just go down, like, what's it in America, um, the Kinkos or whatever the uh, like photocopying places. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, will that print farms and stuff like that? Yeah, and yeah, sure. I like they they should exist, and the only problem is um time yeah like a resin print now like a like a let's say a 32 millimeter miniature would take i don't know like three or four hours maybe so you can put it in an order fill in a tray but then it's all like failures and stuff like that you call the person be like i know you need these for tomorrow with the print fails i've restarted it there so restart the timer another three or four hours and i was like oh both and i think like they're gonna be super cheap but maybe it's that whole like quality thing like mm. everyone's home printers will be 4k and then you'll get freaking going out of costco and we use the 10k printer for your characters or whatever 8k printers are not that they're not that expensive though no and i don't think no. the quality is that big a difference between them for most of the things that we would print so i think i feel that and hopefully the internet doesn't hate me for this but i don't <laughs> think the majority of the, the the digital sculptures out there are good enough to utilize 8k yeah. yet if you know what I mean. like they're, they're not games workshop sculptors now some of them obviously are you know like but not a lot like i've even noticed the difference in like those like week or monthly 
you know, those bundles where you, yes, you know, yes. I, I'm in a bunch of those, right? And Loot Studios, for instance, gives like the most ridiculously beautiful miniatures every time. Absolutely stellar. And then there's other ones which I won't name, but you're like, you're like, is that it? Is that what you're giving me this? Okay, Jesus Christ. Like, did you sculpt that with your eyes open? Or Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few Kickstarters and stuff recently where someone's now doing 3D printed stuff. And some of it is excellent. Like I mm. bought them maybe a year ago. Someone did like a D&D Darth Vader. And so it's kind of like a, a Black Knight with like Darth Vader's face grill. And he stood there with like a sword and like a very traditional Darth Vader pose. And it's yeah. really good because it's like medieval, but it's very clearly Darth Vader, but not, you know, not suable, if that makes sense. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and he comes with like, he came with three stormtroopers i guess uh one of them with sword and shield two of them with crossbows and they just have that like kind of metal helmet but it's very clearly stormtrooper but it's yeah. also not yeah. stormtrooper yeah. lovely really cool excellent models definitely not got any detail on them like you know in terms of if you if i'm, I'm stood here right now looking at my chosen and there's more detail just on the banner than there is in all those models yeah i also think like I think we're moving away from it now. I think there's more and more of those like monthly subscription bundles is a good thing yeah. because I think I think people should move away from the idea that 3D printed files are free. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like if people just go and look for the, the free ones and use the free ones, then there's no money going into basically the 3D printing economy to pay amazing artists to do amazing sculpts. You know what I mean? Like That's my one. biggest issue with Marvel Crisis Protocol is everyone I know who plays it has people 3D print them alternate models. Yeah. And so this game, you, the game apparently is very good. I've not played it. Yep. But no one's using the original models or not when you're actually in the in the, in the scene. People are yep. just using different sculpts and it's like, well, how is this game going to exist in five exactly. years if no one's using the models? Yeah. And that's my always my funny argument when uh, people do things like boycott games workshop and stuff. And I'm like, imagine if everybody did. Like, what do you yeah. think the result of that would be? I know. Uh, well, they probably bring back the old world, right? Of course, yeah, yeah. Just leave it a while and then bring it back. No, it really um, fix everything. So I spent about, I mean, it's really boring, but I spent about two and a half hours last night watching tutorials on the um, burning software for the. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Um, it's, <laughs> but it's cool. Like, is it as is it as easy to use as it looks, or is it like a which which software were you playing around on? The one you recommended, What's Lightburn. It? Yes, where you get like a free for a month and then you start paying yep. that one. Yeah. And like when I first turned it on, it's like turning off Microsoft Office for the first time. Yeah. And you immediately just start screaming internally because you don't know what any of the buttons do. <laughs> um, but eventually I figured it out and it's things became a lot easier and stuff. Um so by the end of me playing around with it, I was like, okay, I feel comfortable enough to do like ages and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um one of the things that I didn't realize was it was kind of a bizarre thought. But um, like when you do something in um, a 3D printed file, for instance, you can make that yep. as big or as small as you want, right? Yeah, of course. You would think that you can do the same with a, a burn file, right? I would guess. No, because the file is designed for a particular thickness. So a 3 mil MDF, for instance. So you right, can't yes. change the dimension up or down just width and height. But you can for like obviously the... Well, you, maybe you can explain this to me, but I'm looking at the the well, looking at the well yeah. and the meat shop, So all shop, the right? joints, you would shrink mm-hmm. those down and the holes to push in, the wood would still be three mil thick. 
the holes would have gone smaller. What about the roof where it's got like the imprint of tiles, but obviously they're not individual pieces. How does that work then? That's just engraved. So you've got basically two settings. You cut or you engrave. So right. it was it was cut, the parts were cut out, but any of the designs were engraved into the wood. Interesting. And so you have two of the meat shops because one of them didn't engrave yeah, properly? I didn't learn. I was only messing around with one setting um, yep. as goes. Like uh, I was only messing with the laser cutting. And I didn't realize that like like when you're when you're messing around in like um you know making a poster and you've got the different layers. Yep. It's the same as that. So I forgot to suggest select the second layer, which is all the lines were meant to be engraved. So they were on the default setting for the laser, which wasn't enough to actually engrave. Yep. So I had to slow down the speed and increase the power on the engraving setting. So it would actually burn the lines in and do that kind of bits and pieces. So mm. it's just one of those really silly things that like, it's a mistake you only do once. And since I did it, I was like, ah, yeah, oh, whoops. And so, did you make any modifications to either of the templates you used or were they just straight no, up print? Straight up. One was Colts 3D and uh, I can't remember the website where I got the well, but it was a, uh, it was like a free file from their website to like see how good their files are and uh, their files are pretty good yeah i really like i like both of them i think they're yeah. they're absolutely brilliant and i guess you can just I, I mean you probably could just edit the files that get right so if you want to have the the well on a square base you could probably just go in and edit that yeah yeah just decide not to cut out the base or you could uh, change where the cut lines are on the circle and put a square around it and make that the cut line and yeah sure loads of different things you could do to uh make whatever you want so i really like the idea of doing and uh, one of the next things i might do is order tokens so would say front rank oh, fire yeah. second rank fire print out like because like you get the cards now with the with the codex right but yes, now do. like when you issue an order it's issued to the guy you ordered it to and then every unit within six inches gets it as well kind of thing yep so it would be better to have six tokens of each order kind of you know, so you cast any point like that guy has that guy has that guy because then they can move out of range of each other and stuff you know what i mean yep so uh that's the kind of thing that i'm going to look into uh next and how how detailed is the like i'm, I'm asking because you know i'm going to buy one at some stage <laughs> yeah. how how detailed is the uh like how can you I've got a blank screen, right? And I've got yeah. the app in front of me. And yeah. let's say I'm going to edit the sign on the meat shop. Yeah. How, how how small can you actually get with the machine that it's still usable? Like, does it have a particular... Like, does, how, does it... how fine a font can it do kind, kind of thing? Yeah, I'm not really even thinking font. But yeah, like, how, how small a nuance can you make with, like, woodcut where it'll still be usable? You'd be surprised, like, because like, some of the things they do with the engraving has, like, pictures of crazy, like, lions and stuff. And it's, like, absolutely, like, you could copy a photograph from your phone onto yeah. that light burn page, and it would engrave that picture like it was a picture. Oh, wow. Like, it's insane. Um, you can do that with your phone as well. The Bluetooth thing was the first thing I did was I got a screensaver of a um, Death Corpse of Krieg. Yep. picture it's like one guy holding another guy who's dead kind of moment that i just engraved that onto one of the pieces of wood it was a little too dark um so that's me just not messing with the settings properly but like you could still see the, that it was a photo printed onto this wood from a laser beam i was like what is this the future that's mental. <laughs> how, how long does it take to to do a a4 sheet or whatever size there uh so it would probably take about 20 minutes if you were it was like fully full so for instance my gauges one because that was cutting out all of those little circles and all my rulers, plus yep. engraving every single piece of it will be about 20 minutes. 
because that's the thing about the laser. It's um, like you can change the power, obviously, from one to 100. Yeah. Okay. But also you can make it more powerful than that by slowing down the time. So the laser is spending more time going over each piece. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. So I guess if you have your, I don't know, your your bases and you've engraved them with 25 mil on top, yeah. the 25 mil on top might be done for a quarter of the time of actually cutting out the base. Yeah. Yeah, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I'm, I'm learning so much. I also know how much they cost and that Amazon have them in stock. But I'm not spending 700 pounds while I talk to you. What are you talking about? There's discount codes on my videos and all sorts, buddy. You'd save yourself loads well, of money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not till after I move. I'm not going to buy a thing and then assemble it and then have to move. Because yeah, she will I, not, does it, not want the smell of burning wood in the house. No, it's good. Set off my smoke detectors twice. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant like it is just a laser beam cutting a hole in wood like it's not a joke it's a serious piece of like you get safety glasses and all to where so you don't burn out your retina wow um, and at, at what point are you going to invite someone around and try and do the mr bond that's what i want to do to die? <laughs> that's yes. what i asked laura to make the thumbnail there you she go said, no. I mean, like, no that's like oh okay I, I think that's the that's the whole point right it's that's just, what i thought it was yeah <laughs> And it comes from it comes from a you know far away place. There's no there's no evidence it got to you. You know, yeah. People just showing <laughs> well, up in Dublin, so on and half with lasers. Like, what happened? I, I couldn't say. Blame Otar. That's the company. That's all their fault. It's it's crazy. It is. It's mm, we talked about it briefly when you you know a few weeks ago, and I was like, okay, cool, don't care. Uh, and I was like, I I could really enjoy some three D printed things, but um three D laser etched things. But I was like, I don't really care that much. And then I watched your video and it's like, I really, really do care. It's just yeah. like, it's genuinely something I care about. During during lockdown, I got into Flames War. And, you know, in Call of Duty 1 or 2, there was a um, Carrington map. Yeah. So I went online and I got the actual town of Carrington from the era. And yeah. I French built, like, from, I think it was Sarissa Precision, went and ordered a bucket load of their, like, um, whatever, 9 mil, 10 mil, whatever it is, yeah. um, buildings, and built like a full 6x4 board with all and this stuff. Down. Yeah, so amazing. Like, yeah, so and, cool. Yeah, and it's all wooden laser-cut buildings, and it's like, cost me a fortune. Cost me more in shipping than it did in actually getting the models or whatever, but yeah. it's, ah, it would do so much damage with this, Andy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely mental. Um, it is just one of those like I honestly spent so much time struggling to find the files to do those uh, that don't look back game houses yeah I, oh, yeah, of course, I was yeah. looking for weeks trying to find them and then I had to actually asked on Twitter and then it was actually Adam Troke that came back um, and, oh, really? and was like um, have you tried Sarissa Precision and I was like no and he's like well yeah. we do some some game on this and these are the houses that I use and they were perfect but it would be that whole thing of like having the file that could have printed them out in an hour and then had them built and it would, you know what i mean yeah no it's i mean i, lo I love sarissa i think they're, they're phenomenal but it is just getting the getting the designs and they will design stuff for you as well if you give them like you tell them what you want they'll they'll do it yeah. um can it can it cut other things like can you get like anything. sheets of oh my god andy so you... cut anything, man. I, I was putting it on top of a i got four roof tiles and i mean yes, like i could see from that, my yeah. ceiling yeah. And they were engraved by the end of it. The laser cutter was cutting <laughs> through roof tiles. But you could, so, so you could do like perspex, a colored perspex for your army. I haven't tested it, so I don't want to say in case I'm wrong, but I feel like you could absolutely make the perspex 
don't get, and presume that perspex gauges are made of the same thing. I just I don't know so. the it, the plastic would melt in perspex before it would cut or whatever. It would have warping or any of that kind of. Well, I, I whatever, whatever the. I mean, someone must cut them out, right? I mean, I've got. I don't know whether of... they just use a saw or like a no. water saw or something, or do they use a? No, definitely not. No, these are these are just people in their bedrooms as well. So like, so it's 100%. gonna be just a little laser. God, imagine the smell of that. I'm not sure if that would be quite healthy for your lungs. Well, Burn, burning yeah. plastic in your lungs. I don't know. Could be, could be amazing, but it's, yeah. that's so cool. I'm, I'm. I just, I don't know. There's just something about something about it that I don't think I should enjoy at all. But every single time you were doing something with it, I was like, "This is, I, I'm not interested." And then the, the 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 little print head would start moving, and all of a sudden there'd be a thing, and I'd be like, "Oh, actually, that's quite cool." Yeah, <laughs> and I was because I'd seen them. Was it last week or the week before when we were talking? You'd sent yeah. me pictures of the the things, and I was like, "This is cool. This is cool." And then it starts to print out the basis one, and it starts with the big long twelve inch ruler. I was like, "I know what this is. This is really interesting." Now I, this it's almost like I've seen the trailer, and now I'm watching the movie. It was, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so good. And I, I tell you, mm, okay, too expensive for for a Monday night, but um. Yeah, and it is that thing. It's like, cool. that's, like I say in the video, I do believe, like, I don't know whether anyone should just like, like, does every hobbyist need one? No, no, absolutely not. Like, no, but every gaming group should have one. I think or they two. should. Yeah, I've said that as well about things like Green Stuff World. Yeah. I think that like a group of people should get together and like you're, and then they should all buy different things. Like, yeah. Nobody needs. Like, if there's five people in a group, not everyone needs a cobblestone roller. No one but, person needs a cobblestone yeah. roller, and when. You know, once every three years when you decide to make a batch of cobblestone base, you ask for from that guy and do you know what I mean? Just Yeah, I do. But I mean, I guess you could just 3D print or not 3D print, but you know, laser etch some cobblestones as well. You can 3D print a roller from cobblestone as well. Yeah. <laughs> I tell I've you. seen it done, but uh, yeah. yes, you can just I I was thinking about doing the like laser etch a cobblestone design into I think that'd be so cool. Because then like you would take your whole A4 sheet, you would laser the whole thing with the cobblestone. And yeah, then and then you would do, you the would do circles, rings oh over the God. top of it, and just there you go, whatever size you need. I think that's a real. That's that's my main issue with three D printers is that I don't need another hobby, and three D printing is a hobby in itself. Like yeah. the idea of, even just the idea of, you know that we all know someone. You might be that person in your in your friend group, but you've got you've got like hard drives full of every movie that ever existed but i kind of feel like that's the 3d printer right whoever has that in your group is that guy because you're like oh i want a wrench or i need a i need a nut for this or i bought an ikea table and there's a thing missing i can just 3d print it and it's yeah. there in the morning and like, if that's... you are good enough you can do that like if you want like that's the you, dream i don't know me. if you watch tabletop time at all i don't think so Tabletop time is the australian guys it's jazza who's the main guy who has the huge youtube channel on just art he's got like six million subscribers oh wow but he obviously started up tabletop time, which is his hobby version of it. And he got a bunch of his like local friends in who do hobby. And he's kind of stepped away from it now because he's got to really focus on his six to seven million subscriber channel. So yeah. these guys should do it. But there's a guy in there and they have their custom space marine chapter called the Space Bears. <laughs> cool. And they're like bear iconography, kind of like Space Wolves. But they've also got a lot of Native American themes, like feathers and stuff. He does a couple of videos on... um designing parts for LN for the space bears so like doors and all those kind of oh, things wow. and you want like you like first of all you're like oh this isn't going to be interesting and then five minutes into video you're like this is amazing like there's actually could... a guy i subscribe to who does that exact thing he kind of teaches you how to use the 
is it Blender? Is that the 3D? One of the million things that you can do 3D sculpts, and I'm sure Blender is one of them, yeah. Yeah, this guy, he does specifically, uh, it's Artisans of Vol is the name of the channel, but he that. basically, he's someone who, like, is a hobbyist, who really likes hobby, but doesn't want to just replicate what GW do. He does some really brilliant videos on how do you do, how do you kind of take this app and make a sword? Or how do you do... Uh, like you know cobblestone stairs or how do you design a weapon that you you know you don't want to spend 40 quid or this weapon's no longer available or you don't want to buy the the new warlord titan box just for this one head how do you design yeah. one that's yeah. similar and he's yeah. very clear that he's not doing you know he's not copying he's matching the design so it fits but he's not replicating yeah i mean i know that exact thing like i i really want and I've wanted them for the last, I don't know, ever since I got really big into guard, but they were already gone. Yep. Like, remember on Forge World, there used to be all of these weird extra parts for guard tanks, like the Minesweeper. Yes. yes. Instead of a Dozer Blade, you'd have a Minesweeper. And all the different the turrets. There was like yeah. 25 different turrets that all basically do the same thing. And I just, I just want like a like all my Imperial Guard tanks to be really like different. I want them all yeah. have little quirks and little. And you're like, this one is a medic one and Chimera, and then this is the Minesweeper Lehman Rose, and this is obviously the one that goes first in the convoy. And yep. And you're like, it's what makes sense. And now all those parts are gone because obviously no one ever really bought them. Yeah, yeah and they were, I mean, they were massive for six weeks, and now you don't need them anymore because you can kind of just mod a, mod the new turrets because they're so, so many options on them, right? Yeah, yeah. This guy, like, I mean, he, they also do a blender challenge. I think it's once a month, maybe, where he sets what appears to be a very easy challenge, like how to do a shoulder pad. And then he explains the challenge in a couple of minutes and then spends about 25 minutes showing you how you should have done it. Yeah. Because it's the same as the wood burning thing. It's like you think you know how to do it, but someone comes in and goes, well, if you actually just do XYZ, you'll do ABC instead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, so good yeah um, it's that thing like if you are somebody who's good at like microsoft office and stuff yeah you can kind of utilize the full breadth of tools available in a program like that which i'm just not that person yeah so like i'm sure you now after watching your videos for the last while are now more competent at using that machine than i am now maybe so it's just yeah putting it in the hands of the correct kind of person is a i think that the real trick to that kind of i mean it's like everything there's the issue I have with 3D printing is it's such a waste of time and resources when you make a mistake. If you make a mistake on this laser etch thing, you're literally just, what, like a quid's worth of wood and 20 minutes? Yeah. Which means you can, I mean, yes, it's a waste of time, but it's it's nowhere near an overnight print and then something's gone wrong and something stupid's gone wrong. There wasn't enough, you know, resin in your well or chamber or whatever. Look at me knowing some words that are loosely connected. Yes, you're getting there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll put a link to the artisans of all in the show notes for this one because I do think people should look at it. It's absolutely mental what you can do with 3D printing. I honestly like the first time I realized how useless a 3D printer is for anyone interested in the hobby is a guy on YouTube who was 3D printing a scanned model of his entire body. <laughs> he, was made, he was just making himself like six foot tall, the whole thing, <laughs> and I was just like why why are you doing this and what are you going to do with it afterwards like you're going to have this monstrosity in your house forever yeah. if you throw it out someone's going to find a big statue of you somewhere like it's How so weird, weird.
thank you guys so much for uh, listening to the latest podcast uh, we have one more podcast a Jew before the break for Christmas so stick around and enjoy that